Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. What's up, everybody? Uh, we're live here on Facebook talking some NBA hoops. I uh, know lately we've done a lot of college basketball shows without large bid, but Sean has had a good two weeks off of her podcasting. He's back today. I am. Yes. How yeah, are you? I am. I'm wonderful. I was going to say three things. Danny Tanner, Stefan Raquel, Tim Daniel. Congratulations <laughs> for getting engaged, man, at Disney. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, man. The was- third person and first person that's not fictitious that has done that that I know. So that's, uh, that's great, man. Congratulations on that. Thank happy you. for you guys. Thank you, man. It was awesome. It worked out just how I wanted it to. Um, it was an awesome experience. You know, it was, we got really close in time there because we were at the Hall of Presidents. And I'm like, this really <laughs> needs to end soon. I'm like looking at my phone, like, kind of like, I've got to ask. I've got to ask. So I haven't been to Disney. I haven't been to Magic Kingdom since 1995. So I got to yeah. is Donald Trump in yes. the Hall of Presidents? He yes. is there. Okay. Yes. Does he say anything during anything? Yes. He yes. does. Okay. Yes. I was just, I was just curious. And his like, little like animatronic self like looks just like a big turd like normal and he's like moving like (laughs) yeah and like so we're just sitting there and we're like oh my god and everything he's saying about like i want to bring the world together and we're just like like, bullshit 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 (laughs) oh man yeah i i was just you know what i just thought when you brought that up i was like oh my god is he there and i I was i'm like i'm assuming he probably is so yeah that uh that makes sense did he record dialogue for that or uh it sounds like him but knowing them and like all the technology they have they probably just like made something sound just like his voice i don't know yeah, sure. I mean, you can do that. I didn't even need to get a key from my hotel room. I could just scan my wrist and open the door. So, like, a little scary, a little scary. Yeah, yeah but kind of amazing, honestly. Yeah, uh, yeah, easy. <laughs> yeah, very. So, yes, thank you for that, Sean. I appreciate it. Um, let's kind of. So, I was listening to the mismatch today, and Kevin O'Connor made the point that I just laughed really hard at because it was so true. Because preseason starts on Friday. Yeah. And we're already like, and he's like, it feels like in 2K when you simulate the offseason, the season just starts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's 100% accurate. That's that exactly is, how I feel. That is it. Yeah. And, and it's spot on right now. Like, I feel like we're like, I'm jonesing for basketball really hardcore right now, especially mm-hmm. professional basketball. I've watched some college games. I watched the UK game the other day. Oof. Um, yeah. Oof. Woof. Um, it was just, it just happened to be on. Um, and, um, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but at the same time, like with all of the games uh, in other sports, I mean, like the OSU Michigan game getting canceled today, like yeah. the the game got canceled today, and like I, I, you know, a game like that getting canceled that big, like I sit there and I, this is going to be a real problem for the next couple months at least, I think, and um, I feel like me. Um, uh, looking forward to a certain game or, (laughs) you know, I I feel like I need to be very cautiously optimistic about any game in the future. Um, Because I mean, as you know, like the the Purdue Gonzaga game got canceled with an hour and a half before tip off the other day. 
Yeah, something crazy like that. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, there's there's so many things like that that you're seeing. And, um, you know, the NBA, we're out of the bubble. We're out of the yeah. bubble. I think we had 40-some um, COVID cases when they did the initial test like a week or so ago. So yeah, which, which was I totally expected. Totally expected. Yeah. You know, they're out. So, um, but yeah, season's starting. We don't really have, we, we have some, some dates. We have some Christmas dates. We have a first day of season and everything, but we don't have a schedule yet. No, no, we have health protocols, but you know who is just like taking that health protocol and just like pissing all over it? Who was that? James Harden. James Harden. Yes. James Harden. James Harden is having quite the week this week. Yes, he and, is. Uh, I feel like uh, I'm going to really be paying attention to The Rock. It's a lot the first couple weeks yeah. of the NBA season. So James Harden was initially supposed to report to training camp, I believe, last week. Uh, um, yeah. He did not. Um, and we found out that he ended up, uh, according to TMZ, um he went to little baby's birthday which mm -hmm. uh looks uh not socially distanced at all from the nope. pictures i'm seeing there's not a mask in sight which is cool but he here's here's the great thing so this is what little baby said about harden's gift he said prada bag because he's prada me <laughs> and it says inside this goodie bag this gift bag that uh, it was a three hundred thousand dollar gift bag that oh. uh, he gave little baby uh, was a bunch of honey bun pastries surrounded by a honey bun, which is slang for $100,000 in cash. <laughs> Baby also pulled out a Richard Mill watch. Is it Millie? Rich, Richard Millie watch? Sure. sure, I don't know anything about any designers, which appears to come with a $200,000 price tag. <laughs> Holy crap. Just holy crap, man. So he's I feel like after hearing all this that you're a shitty friend. I know. I know. Well, yeah. it's because um, you're not a famous rapper. Yeah. And I'm not the probably fifth or sixth best player in the NBA. So that's that's why. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim. I didn't I didn't get you some a honey bun. Which <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> So, so no, that was slang either. He has not showed up. Um, he showed up today. He showed up today. Today he finally showed up. Um, uh, took his COVID test. Um, we, we, I guess, we're kind of waiting on the results for that. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happened there. You know, I'm, I'm hoping he's okay, um, and he's ready to go. But yeah, God forbid um, he does test positive. You know, no one's gonna go. Well, how would he get it? Oh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and you got to think here. So, so. We're at a point where James Harden, initially we heard requested a trade to Brooklyn a couple weeks ago, correct? Mm -hmm. This was the, the rumor. We don't really, anytime someone requests a trade, it's always a rumor in my mind, unless they actually come out and say, I want to be traded, um, which is, which they rarely ever do. Right. Um, but he, it's, it's no secret that he doesn't really want to be uh, in Houston. And he's been posting a lot of cryptic stuff on the internet. Make of it what you will. But, um, you know, I feel just really, really bad, um, you know, with, with Steven Silas, you know, coming on here to coach this team. Yeah. Uh, new coach. He has no relationship with James Harden, basically, at all right now. And you, I would think that they're kind of off on the wrong foot at this point, right? Yeah, I would definitely say so. I think that um, – can you imagine that you're like – 
you're, you're, you know, you're Silas and you're like, man, I'm taking up this team. I'm going to have Russell Westbrook. I'm going to have James Harden. This is going to be great. And it's like you get rid of, of, of Russell Westbrook. You have John Wall Boogie Cousins. And you have that in Boogie Cousins. But props on them for finally getting back together. I'm very happy to see them. <laughs> yes, on the they've only team. been trying to make it happen for 10 years. They're both washed, probably. Um, but – I'm glad to see them back together finally. It's it's kind of it's a really cool reunion. I'm 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 not gonna lie. That's one of the one things I've been I've been a little bit excited about is that reunion, in some weird way. But um, what do you make of it? so so we we've had the trade request initially. Um, today we're getting um, we're getting some some feedback that, or some news that he is initially added Philly to the list, um, which you know I think would be a great deal really for the whole league. I'd love to see James Harden in Philly. Ben Simmons gets a new team, gets a new start. I love my boy Ben Simmons. So um how would you feel about that initially? Would you would you be receptive to a to a Philly swap with James Harden? Sure. I mean I think at this point it's kind of just like, you know, the superstar always wins and eventually I, we're in- I just don't see him going to Brooklyn. No, no. And also I don't think it would like Oh, it wouldn't work. Yeah, there's, all, be, there's a lot of high possibility it would be a disaster. It would be, like, be must-watch TV. But... Oh, I'd be on League Pass every night. Yeah. But, um, but it also could be that way in Philly, too. You know, James James Harden, Joel Embiid. Like, Embiid's got quite the personality as well. So, like – He does. Ooh. He does. Yeah. Um, no Al know, Horford there to save the day. Yeah. So, so – those are the two the two things that could happen. Obviously, he wants to go to Brooklyn, but I just Houston's not going to trade him to Brooklyn. But then it's like on the other side. Um, are we sure they're not going to trade him to Brooklyn? I I don't think they are. I mean, I, mean, I just I don't I don't I mean, why would you want? I mean, the the centerpiece of that trade would be Karis LeVert, who's already right. been hurt a few times. I just don't see them trading for him. Did you unless, see that? Um, that- reporter in Brooklyn asked Karis LeVert what he thought about James Harden not being oh yeah I know like like what are you thinking why would you ask him that yeah there's like dumb questions to ask that's a dumb one yeah that's a really dumb one that's the epitome of dumb you don't ask that dumb question no that's that's it's it's a clown question bro I forgot about that (laughs) so I just I, I don't know I just I feel like I feel like they're not gonna trade him to Brooklyn Brooklyn's they're not they don't have anything that that Brooklyn can give them that's going to make up for a top six player of the league. You're never going to get back that kind of value. Like you trade them for, for, for Ben Simmons, you're going to get some value back, obviously. I mean, Ben Simmons is not the scorer, but he's an elite defender. Um, he's an exciting player. And we don't really know what he could do someplace else. You know what I mean? He's been in the same system for a while and it's, it, it would be, in- I think it'd be interesting just to get him out of there and, and, and see what it is. And actually John wall, you know, even if he's, you know, 50% of what he was along with Ben Simmons. I think that'd be interesting to watch, honestly. Yeah, I th- I'm really curious to see how Wall returns because all the clips that you've been seeing, he's been running full speed. I'm like, oh, that's that's nice. Sure, they're I, not speeding up the film, I hope Tim? Not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he's one of those guys that I want to see just be good again. Like, he's one of those guys I want to see back at full strength. Um, but, you know, like, the Harden thing um, – you know, Brooklyn, obviously Philly is being mentioned. I'm like, I'm kind of wondering who that, um, who's that Oklahoma City Thunder in this scenario? Who's that? Oh, yeah. 
you know, like, I don't think it's like the Denver Nuggets by any means. I don't think it's like the Spurs, but um, it's, it's kind of interesting to me to see like, there's, you know, I think if they're in that circumstance, they might try to, you know, is it like Orlando? Is Orlando going to be the surprise team that's like, hey, man, we'll give you all these guys for James Harden? Like, hey, you know what? I think I think Orlando is a great spot for James Harden, honestly. Like, like go ahead and, and wherever he's going to go, he's going to put up points. I mean, you know, I feel like unless he gets to a uh, an elite team in the next three seasons, I just I, – I, I feel like his window to be a contributor – on a, a championship team. I mean, th- I mean, a couple years ago, they had that shot against Golden State and they blew it. Yeah. A- and, you know, I don't know how much, you know, further. James Harden is a, I, I know you're not a huge fan of him over the right. years. Um, and, and I'm, I think he's, a, he's, I think he's one of the most talented scorers oh, in the awesome. NBA. I mean, he's, he's, he's one of the best offensive players that's played, you know, in a long time. He's great, but he's such a, he's such a polarizing basketball player. Um, but you know, I will say another thing that's kind of a wrinkle in this whole thing is Daryl Morey, uh, going to Philly, you know, yeah. it's like, are, are the Rockets going to want to trade, do any business with him? So there's so many wrinkles in the, I, if I was a team that was like, let's go ahead and take a shot on James Harden. Um, I might do it honestly and see what you can go, you know, if you, if you have a shot to, you know, do something differently, you know, maybe do it. But I, I, Honestly, like I'd like to see him in Brooklyn just because I'd love to watch that mess unfold. I think it would be a complete <laughs> disaster or who knows? It might be great. I don't know. Probably a disaster though. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It's, it's a, uh, it's going to be a, an interesting couple of weeks with James Harden. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see what's going to happen. Um, I'm hoping he doesn't test positive and he can go on, but I, he's not going to be in Houston much longer. I don't think, I mean, this is, yeah, I, it's probably my opening night. I'd assume yeah yeah here's the funny thing and i'll say this before we take a quick break um if james harden goes to philly we have him and dwight howard back together again yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah forgot about that (laughs) all right so we're gonna take a quick moment and when we come back we'll be talking about the lakers extensions of ad and lebron and i'll hop on a few more things we'll be right back All right. And we're back here. Um, so Sean, obviously, you know, one of the bigger things that's been happening while we were away from talking to the NBA hoops was uh, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, both signed their extensions committing to the Lakers. So LeBron James will be with the team for longer than four years. Yes. Must be going right. Um, and Anthony Davis obviously signing also for five years and 190 million. Um, obviously the Lakers had a very busy off season where they, somehow won an NBA championship and within 70 days got even better um, oh, for, yeah. the, for their, for their repeats, for their back-to-back season as they're hoping. So when you look at, you know, what this says, I know a lot of it is kind of the jokes going around and I know LeBron hasn't really shied away from it. It's like, Oh yeah, he's doing this. Cause when he's a free agent, Bronny will be available. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to line up. Imagine he's a free agent, he'll be 38 years old. He will, he will, but he might have one last year in him at that point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and we could see Bronny playing someplace, you know, who knows where he's going to get drafted to. Maybe, maybe Chicago. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I, we have a feeling he's going to go wherever it is just for like one last year. I mean, that's kind of been the assumption right. for a while, wherever Bronny goes or wherever he's drafted. If, you know, 
that I mean, barring that he actually makes it to the NBA and everything. I mean, we don't know. Nothing's a guarantee. Yeah. Um, but if that happens, you know, being able to go someplace, you know, who knows? We could see LeBron maybe in Phoenix or the Clippers or Orlando okay. or any. It could be anywhere, which would be really, really cool. But I, th- I feel like the entire Cleveland. league is pulling is pulling for Cleveland exactly because yes. you know they've just they've been really great since LeBron left. They yeah. had some really good years because he yeah. wasn't he wasn't the entire glue holding that team together at all for the last 18 years <laughs> like it's funny like when you look at like them pulling lebron away from the Cavs, and then they're just completely falling apart but like michael jordan leaving the bulls and like scotty and all those role players keeping it together and keeping the still a really good team yeah like lebron is like the one guy then that, that's the one thing i've always like been a little bit upset about cleveland about because i'm always like you don't you basically just throw shit around LeBron that sticks. That's all you've ever done. You're like, we're going to throw this guy out there and this guy, we're going to trade for this guy. And then it's like, you don't plan for the future. Nothing. You're all chips in when LeBron's there and that's it. LeBron, we got Ben Wallace. Yeah. Great. Oh, that was such a big deal. And that happened too. (laughs) We got Wallace Verbiak. And and, and the, the, the Cleveland media uh, 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 spin of that story was like, I remember reading the article. I, I swear this is what it said. It's like, LeBron is getting some big help. <laughs> and I was like, I, I'm sitting there and I'm like, you can have him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like, hey, man, so um, we could really get Antoine Jameson here at the deadline. What do you think? And he's like, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we got Shaq and you're like, all right win a ring for the king yeah that didn't happen (laughs) but (laughs) to go back to what we're saying so um it feels like you know this lakers thing with those two obviously we kind of game planned this was what was going to happen when they came to town it was probably that was the main say that was where they were going to be and now we know that you know the lakers probably extended their window here a little bit longer with you know the guys they brought in you know the dennis schroeders and the I don't know. I wouldn't say Marcus Gasol necessarily extended their window, but he certainly makes them better. Um, oh yeah, he's he's a great piece for this kind of team. He's yeah, that, you know, he's already got the championship experience. He's he's a, a proven All Star. Um, he's a perfect piece. Schroeder, I think, is the most important piece of all this. I think he's the most underrated piece. Um, and I I really like them getting uh, Harold from the uh, love it from the Clippers, like uh, the Sixth Man of the Year. I know last year there was a lot of talk, you know, how he kind of disappeared at the end of the year. And, you know, um, he did, he did, he did. But uh, that team was such, it was, uh, the Clippers were such a weird team last year. And it's like, I don't necessarily throw that all on him. Um, And I think that that this team will hold him more accountable. Um, And I think he's going to be a, just a heck of a fit for this team. I really do. I really like the, they reloaded in, a low-key way, but a great way. Okay, thank you for bringing this up because um, I want to talk about this Clippers thing that this article that just came out in the Athletic last week. Okay, um, where Throw it, was it at like, me. Oh my god, where it was like just insane, like all the. Reports. I didn't read it, so tell me about it. Oh, okay. So apparently, like you know, it was pretty well known. There was reports that were coming out that um, you know the non-superstars of the team did not like the preferential treatment Kawhi and Paul George were getting. Um, Kawhi was allowed to live in San Diego, which is a two-hour drive to Los Angeles, mind you. So he could basically they, they could he could decide when they were practicing. He would be often late for team flights. 
um there was a lot of like just stuff coming out and like people didn't like each other um i guess lou williams and paul george i think it was like had a couple like pretty like vivid spats like in games and like in locker rooms and remember when this team was celebrating like they won the championship and they woke us up at five in the morning to like let us know what happened oh yeah yeah i woke up up and i was like what the hell just happened yeah well that turns out that wasn't very good oh and then paul george goes on all the smoke matt barnes and steven jackson's podcast really good show by the way i'm a fan of it and he says that it was Doc's fault that he played the way he did because Doc made him play a role that he didn't want to play, he just never played before. Mind you, Doc's response was amazing. He goes, well, Ty Lue is on the bench right next to me and he's our coach now. So <laughs> pretty awesome. Um, but yep. this whole like Clippers thing and like Jamichael Green leaving and then signs with the Nuggets and he's like, well, you know, we blew a 3-1 lead to them. He basically was like, they beat me, I joined them. And... <laughs> Like, it just feels, like, weird, obviously. And I don't necessarily know if they did a ton to fix those issues. Um, you know, Lou Williams is still there. I know Montrose Harrell isn't there anymore, and I think he's probably in a better situation, obviously. Absolutely. Um, but, like, you know, Paul George and Kawhi. And Bill Simmons kind of made this point in this match, and I was kind of curious. I was like, if this is, like, mediocre come the trade deadline, if they're, like, you know, four or five in the west and they're not like up there with the lakers and the nuggets is this a scenario where like you might shop paul george oh absolutely absolutely um and paul george is not the he's he's not the elite talent that he was you know eight years ago he's not um and he's still a great player. Don't get me wrong. Well, I was going to say, he was like, he was an MVP candidate not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. He's still a great player. Not, not dogging on him at all. Um, but Kawhi Leonard's the man there. Um, that team was a lot of fun before those guys got there. And sometimes when you disrupt something that's so organic, um, which is what that team was, um, the way that they were building that team up, they were just a lot of fun as a kind of an underdog team and then throwing two sort of prima donnas on the squad there's bound to be problems mm-hmm. and um you know players we got two players that ended up leaving and you know i i don't know man i think it's uh you know and I, they couldn't they couldn't land rondo yeah so that was another thing so you're not gonna have you don't have rondo um he goes down to atlanta so i i don't really know what to to make of this team um, I don't think Ty Lue makes them any better than they were last year. I think Doc's a, a fairly decent coach. Um, so they're kind of at a crossroads this year. So we'll see what happens with them. But if I was a betting man, if, you know, this isn't even like a good bet or anything, but if 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 they're doing poorly by midseason, I could see them getting rid of Paul George by the end of the year, actually. Yeah, I agree. Just don't, Just trying to pull some blockbuster – James Harden I don't I mean I don't I don't know you know but if I'm if I'm Houston like you know once again do I want to do that I wouldn't yeah I don't think so I think yeah. it would, I think it would take a take a I don't lot. think I have any draft picks anyway yeah plus I think like they're out of draft picks <laughs> yeah plus like you see like kind of going back to James Harden earlier you kind of see the situation where like when people leave all of a sudden they have a big smile on their face they're not playing with James Harden anymore 
I don't know what it is. It just kind of seems weird. Like you see Westbrook at like Wizards practice and he is like loving it and having a great time. He's like, I can rebound again. I can be Russell Westbrook again, which isn't good. That's not a good idea. But no. but no, he's, like, he's like he's like, I'm gonna get a triple double every game. All right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, Bradley Beal sitting over there like as long as you get me my shots, I don't give a shit. You know, right. that's that's what you know, Bradley Beal, I feel like if if that doesn't work out. Bradley Beal is still a an elite player too, and he's a guy. Um, if this doesn't work out, I'm asking for a trade at this point. Like, get me out of here. Yeah, get me out of here. Get me on a contender. Get me someplace else where they're gonna be able to do something with me. Yeah, because I guess Westbrook like went to Houston. Was like, what about Washington? Because you remember there was like the talks of like, there's been discussions of John Wall for Russell Westbrook, and I was like, well, that's not happening. And yeah, all of a sudden, it's like, yeah. oh, it happened. I almost feel like these executives just listen to podcasts sometimes and they're like, well, maybe, you know, because you sit there and you have all these, these, these people that are media or aren't in the media, you know, they're just kind of shitballing ideas back and forth. And occasionally you got to think some of these things, they just go, you know what? That's not a bad idea. There's people that are out there that are smarter than me, you know? So, you know, who knows? Exactly. Exactly. I'm with you. So I don't know, man. It's a whole lot up in the air. Um, I'm still basically feeling like at some point the Celtics are going to sign back Isaiah Thomas. Just be like, yeah, whatever. Just throw him out there. By the way, those Celtics City Edition jerseys, I know they're supposed to look like the banners for like, they are awful. They you are hate atrocious. them so much. I hate, hate them, them so much. hate them. If we could power I, rank the City jerseys, they might be number 30. Wow. That's how far you're going to put those down there? They're terrible. I think the Chicago Bulls are pretty, I, think, I don't really like theirs. I don't either, but at least I get it. Like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm at a point where like, I'm like, guys, Nike, can we just, just go ahead, put everybody in throwbacks from the nineties. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone's going to agree. Those are the best jerseys and stop fucking around. Could you imagine <laughs> Trey Young coming out with like the bird across the chest, like the Hawks jersey? Absolutely. It would be it. awesome. It would be yeah. so awesome. Like, just go ahead and do it. And I feel like the people in Atlanta would embrace that. You know? I agree. I totally agree. The Milwaukee Bucks, put the deer on the freaking jersey. <laughs> just put it on there, you know? God, just do it already. It's, it's so stupid. We're, like, beating around the bush and we're like, well, this is kind of an homage to that era, but it's also an homage to a, a musical. What are you doing? <laughs> The worst is the Orlando ones where it's like, well, we have the pinstripes, but our, our, it's an orange. And you're like, what? the orange, I, like I saw that today and I was just like, no, 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 no. Like I, why? Yeah. Why? Don't what change else? team colors. I remember in the nineties when the, when the, when the Pistons did the teal and that was like, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> now I kind of miss them. I was like, now I kind of miss those. Exactly. <laughs> They bring those back for a game. I'm cool with it. Yeah, Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. All right, let's do some win totals here. Um, I've got the NBA win totals up as of the as of December third. That these are the bets. This is on Covers.com. So I don't necessarily know if this is the most formidable website, but like we're gonna go with it because Action Network had it as of 82 games, and I was like, we're not playing 82. So this is an alphabetical order. So basically, Sean, I will read the bet, and you say, will this will this team win more or less? And like I said, we're going alphabetical order. So we're trying to make this a little quick so it doesn't take all night. Um, the Atlanta Hawks, they're over under 35 and a half. Do you think they win more or less? Um, slightly more. I think, I think so too. I think they're a playoff team. 
yeah. I, th- I think they're like the they're a, they're a bubble playoff. playoff team for, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think I, I think they're one of the most interesting teams this year. They've they've totally reloaded. It's a whole different team. Uh, they've put decent players on it. Um, they did something this year. They did all that they could to to bolster this roster and kind of kind of build around Trey Young a little bit. So yeah, they had a great offseason. Thirty up, thirty eight, thirty nine wins maybe. Thirty eight, thirty nine. So with seventy two, you're saying they go thirty nine and is that thirty nine and forty two or thirty nine? Yeah. Seventy. Yeah. Okay. Math hard. All right. So the Boston Celtics, 45 and a half. I think that's a little high. I still think they'll be really good. Um, but I'm thinking more in that like 42, 43 area. 42, 43. That's what I was going to go for. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. The Brooklyn Nets, 45 even. I think that's, I think that's about even. I think I might go like, I think I might stay at 45. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to make of that team. I feel like Kyrie's going to get hurt at some point. I feel like Kevin Durant is something's going to, you know, he's going to be good, but I 45. That's great. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll stay there as well. Stick with it. The Charlotte Hornets, 26 and a half. I'm going under. Going under. Yeah. I think they're going to take 23 four years. 23, 23, 24. I think they will be like, I think like the what they're putting together is nice. I just don't think Lamelo Ball is going to be that awesome. No. Yet. No. I agree. Okay. The Chicago Bulls. Thirty. Sean, I'm gonna say it. They will win more than thirty games this year. Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> okay. Hear me out. Billy Donovan is actually like a formidable coach who knows how to like use basketball players. Kobe White's in his second year, and he's going to have the ball a lot. Pat Williams is actually a fairly decent two-way player. I think, like, he's got a good ceiling. And, look, Zach Levine's still on the team, so he's still going to have nights where he scores 29-30 for the shit of it. So, I think the Bulls, out of 72, they'd be 30-42. I think they win 33 games this year. When we put them at 30? Yep. All right. I'll give you that one. You're going to say 30? Well, I'm I'm gonna stick with thirty, honestly. Yeah, I think. Okay, <laughs> here's what they get back. I have no faith in this dumb roster. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh God. Twenty-two wins. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I'm looking. They actually have the lowest like over under of any NBA team right and now. And did they? They got Obi Top. No, they didn't get Obi Top. They, they got go? Isaac Okoro, oh, and everyone Okoro. went, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Which the only person that got that right, I think, was uh, at large big co host Taylor Burkfeld. So, way to go, TB. Oh, here's one that's really interesting to me the Dallas Mavericks at 41 and a half. I'm saying more, actually. I am too. I think they're going to be awesome. I'm going to go with, I'm actually going to go, I'm going to swing for the fences with this one. I'm going to say 46. 46. Oh, I'm wow. going to go 46. I really, I think Luca is going to, well, be we've already said he's going to win MVP. We've already yeah, like, he's, he's going to be incredible. And I, and I like what they've constructed on that team. I think, I think they're going to have a good year. Um, yeah. So I do too. Uh, the Denver nuggets at 43 and a half. That's a higher. good one. That's tough. I'm going higher, man. I think I'm going 43. I think like they're really good. And I think they're going to have like an awesome year. And, um, I, you know, I don't know how RJ Hampton fits in this team, but if he plays to his potential, he's oh, a spectacular yeah. fourth option yeah, for them. Yeah, absolutely. And Bull Bull looks great and, in practice. Like, Well, yeah, and I think this year we're going to be seeing more Bull Bull. Uh, I think we're going to see too. more Michael Porter Jr. Um, and, you know, 
you, you add another player like that, you know, where you, you know, you kind of, you draft him and, you know, you don't really know what they could be, you know, they could be really, really awesome. So uh, a lot of options for them. They've, I, they've done a great job. The Denver Nuggets have done a great job. So yeah, um, I, I'm going to go, I think they're going to be, I, I'm going to actually say 45. So, okay, cool. I'll yeah. Say 45. I, I think 43 is even, I think 43, 45 area is totally fair. And I think they're going to be a really, really good team. Yeah. Um, the Detroit Pistons at 24, the third lowest of any NBA team in over-unders. I'll give them 26. I think I said like 27. Yeah, I think um, – well, first off, the roster's weird. It feels very last year New York Knicks where they just got all big men. Um, yep, yeah, it's – it's. yeah, I don't know. It's a rough year to be a Pistons fan. Yes, I agreed. Um, at – 30 the golden state warriors at 39 i think 41 um if they had clay thompson i'd probably take the full over like just like go all in i'm but... i'm i'm gonna go 40 i'm gonna go okay. 40 i don't i don't know what this team's gonna do without clay and i yeah. just the, there's just injury concerns for everyone around and you know yeah i'm with you i don't, I don't feel comfortable with that right now really but <laughs> i'll go with 40 the Houston Rockets at 41 and a half. I'm going under because at this point, when December 3rd, when this came out, um, Russell Westbrook hadn't been traded yet. And James Harden is probably not going to finish the season with the team. So uh, I'm going with uh, 35. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very big under. Uh, the yeah. Indiana Pacers at 39 and a half. I think 39, 41 area is about fair. I'll, I'll stick with 39 on that. Cool. It's good. All right, now to the L.A. teams. The Clippers at 47. I'm going to go even. You think so? I just feel like they're still going to have some weird issues where they're going to depend on their talent to win games. And they're talented enough to win games. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, just, you know, something's goofy about that team. And I just don't think – I don't see them winning more games than, like, the Lakers. That's – I agree. We'll stick with that one. Yeah. The Lakers at 48. I'm going to go under. You're going to go under? Okay. Only reason I think that with early in the season, LeBron and AD are, pro- are probably going to play every game. I think they're probably going to have some games they don't win. Sure. Um, you know, sure. I could see them win about 45, 46 games. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I still think they'll win the just, title. Just got to make it, just got to make it to the playoffs. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Here's one that was kind of shocking to be considered the su- success they had last year and how young their talent is. The Memphis Grizzlies only at 30. Well, I mean, they lost that play in last year. To get yeah, but that game was so awesome. It was an awesome. Oh yeah, ab- absolutely, absolutely. Uh, what, what did they put at thirty? Thirty even. I'm gonna go thirty-five uh, with them. I'm gonna give them thirty-five. Okay, I was gonna say thirty-one, thirty-two area. Okay. okay. Um, I just think like Jaron. You know, if Jaron Jackson Jr. is healthy, um, they're a really good basketball team as far as young, talented. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, John Morant is probably the future of the point guard position. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. I'm sticking there. Um, the Eastern Conference champion Miami Heat at 43 even. I'm going to actually stick with that. I think that's good. Um, maybe 44. Um, yeah. They got, they've, they've kept a lot of their talent. So, Well, they have um, worldwide superstar Avery Bradley now who, like, I don't know how the Lakers could survive without Avery Bradley. Do you remember everyone said that? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm going to go slightly under. I think they're that 40 to 42 area um, only because they're also dealing with the same effects as the Lakers of bullseye. Yeah. They also only had 71 days off. So yeah. Yeah. um, 
The sure. Milwaukee Bucks have the highest over-under of anyone at 49. I will take the over, but I still do not think they will win the title. I'll stick with it, yeah. Well, 49's good. Yeah. The Minnesota Timberwolves at 30. I'm going under because I think they're going to be terrible defensively. 28. 28, okay. 28. They're just – teams just never can get their shit together. Yeah, agreed. The New Orleans Pelicans at 35 and a half. I'm going to take the slide over. I'm, I'm also going to do it. I'm going to go 38. Okay. With them. I'm going to go 38. Uh, Brandon Ingram grew into a superstar last year. Zion's incredible. Um, who'd we new draft coach. this year? They got a new coach, yeah. Who'd they yeah. draft? They got Kira Lewis Jr., who was like one of my okay. underrated guys. like him okay. a lot. Okay. Still got Lonzo. So. Yeah, they brought in Steven Adams. Steven Adams. Yeah, they've got a they've got a fun team. I, I really I'm I'm curious to see what they're gonna do. Yeah, because thirty-eight would give them a winning record. So they'd be thirty-eight yeah. and thirty-four at that point. So I think that would be fine. Yeah. All right, the Knicks, twenty-two and a half. Sean, shockingly enough, you're I think the lower, Knicks are slightly better than twenty-two and a half with Oh, kids. you're going higher with that. Okay. Not okay. much. <laughs> I'll take a slight this over. Is, this is definitely gonna be five wins. This is going to be Tom Thibodeau's going away party, one hundred percent. Like I, I, I can't even believe he took that job. Honestly. Well, did you see the thing today? So I guess they announced today, like the coaches won't have to wear suits again this year. So they're gonna like yeah. actually like, and yeah. like people are like they have to wear business attire because someone's like, yeah, because Tibbs would go out in stretch pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean, but funny. Yeah, it's gonna be kind of weird, like uh, you know, the air because the whole the whole classy era of a coach wearing a, a suit, uh, you know. But it's it's got to be so uncomfortable to coach in a freaking suit. It's got to be so uncomfortable, and yeah. you know they could wear a polo. Yeah. And some dress pants. That's fine. I was like, but Jay Wright's awesome suits are going to be gone for Villanova. And then like the other day, I'm like, okay, he's got a cool polo. It's fine. It's fine. All right. The Oklahoma City Thunder at 24. I think they are going to be terrible, but Shea Gillis Alexander is going to be really awesome. So I'm sticking even at 24. I'll stick to it too. That's fine. All right. The Orlando Magic, 31 and a half. I'll, I'll go over a little bit with them. I'm going to go 33. Okay. I'm going to go I think, on. They might, I think they might be a surprise team this year. Okay. I can see it. I don't know, okay. man. You know, if all goes well, they might be the eight seed again. Yeah. Which now with the play-in tournament, that doesn't really matter. It's just getting this, you know, getting that seven through 10. So it's true. It's true. Yeah. Ooh, this is an interesting one. The Philadelphia 76ers at 43 even. Ooh, that seems high. Yeah, it seems very high. It seems for I'm going I'm gonna go lower. I'm gonna go thirty-nine. Yeah, I'm gonna go lower as well. I'm gonna go probably about thirty-six, thirty-seven. Oh wow, even lower. Okay. Okay. I don't feel like they fixed a whole lot. I think I mean getting, No, no, they didn't. They didn't. I, I okay. Sorry, I take that back because I really like all the shooting upgrades they made, getting Seth Curry, drafting Tyrese Maxey. Sure. Uh, but I don't know, man. This like you know, until Ben Simmons, like, stretches the floor, which obviously he's going to be a phenomenal talent forever, it seems like, but I just feel like they're going to kind of be a lot in the same same boats. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, you're not a Game of Thrones guy. I'm not a Game of Thrones guy, but the whole thing with Game of Thrones is the zombies were eventually going to be coming. The dragons were eventually going to be coming. There was just many seasons where you just waited for these dumb things to happen. Ben Simmons three-point shooting, it's going to happen. It's coming one of these days. We just... <laughs> We just don't know when. Threes are coming. 
threes are coming. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, here's one. At 38 wins even, Chris Paul's new team, the Phoenix Suns, with Paul Aiton Booker bringing in Jalen Smith. I like this team, but yeah. I think they're probably one or two more wins. I think they're in that seven through 10 range. I think they get in that play in tournament, um, maybe slightly higher. I could, you know, I could see it being a five, six seed in the, in the West. Um, I'll take the over. Okay, me too. Same. Yeah. All right. The Portland Trail Bridge is at 40 and a half. Sticking with it. I don't know where I am with them because, like, 40 and 32, yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, I get, I'll take the over. I'll take 41. Okay. Okay. Be brave. Yes. Yes. Notice I'm not going way too high on any of these teams until the end. No, no, no. Yeah. All right. The Sacramento Kings over under is 27 and a half. I am going to say under because I think that they are for sure by the middle of the season going to be like, we might have a shot to get Cade Cunningham. Um, let's just ruin it. Let's, let's go let's for take, it. Let's, let's, let's take it out. Yeah. I'll yeah. go with 25. Actually. I'm gonna go with 25. Should there be a bet that Luke Walton's the first coach to get fired? Oh, I like that. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. The San Antonio Spurs at 31 even. Um, you know, I like them getting Devin Vassell. I think that was a, like, a really good draft pick for them. But I still feel like they're kind of behind in talent compared to everyone else. I think 31's fair. I'll kind of stick to 31. Fine. Yeah. The Raptors at 41. I'm going over just because I love the foundation they've put together. I think they're a really good basketball team. Pascal Siakam, I think, is going to take another step. Kyle Lowry's still there. Um, you know, it's a good ball Fred club. Fred Vliet, they locked him down. Yeah, exactly. It's a good yeah. ball club. Yeah. So yeah. They, but, pr- they proved last year they're still a great team. So, yes. I'm going with that, too. Uh, the Jazz at 43 wins, even. Um I think I'll fold. I think I'll fold. I think I'll say a forty-three even for them. I'm gonna go down. How much? Forty-one. Okay, I like that. And the last team that, if I had known that what was gonna happen the next day, I would have taken the major over on the Washington Wizards at thirty-three and a half. I'm going over. <laughs> when has Russell Westbrook been his most successful? Sean, when he with, uh, when he's a point guard and he's the ball, lead ball handler, when he has really good shooters around him. He will sure. have Bradley Beal. He will have Davis Bertans. They, you know, hopefully they lock down. Yeah, hopefully Denny Avdia is like good. I don't know. You know, I don't think he's ever going to be able to shoot great. But hey, you know. who knows? He could be the steal of this freaking draft. Nobody like this draft is so up in the air. No one knows what's going to happen. So yeah, um, Rui might take a good step year two. Um, he could be Jan Vesely though too. So we don't know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so who knows? Yes, he very much could. But I feel like Westbrook on this team kind of puts them in that like neck and neck area with the Pacers and like maybe slightly above the magic as far as like how good the Wizards can be. I think they're a playoff team in the East and I, I have talked myself into liking the Westbrook Washington fit. I, I like that you've done that. I'm, um, I'm not sure. I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure if I'm going to buy it. I, I, it's going to be definitely a fun team to watch. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to go over on, on what they have. So yeah. awesome. Perfect. Sure. Scotty Brooks and Russell Westbrook back together again, baby. When they were like, maybe we can get Durant because he's from here and we have his old coach. How about Westbrook? Yes, yes. yes. That's, that's yeah. what they did. <laughs> that's exactly what they did. All right, man. Well, that was a fun episode. Um, thank you all for tuning in and checking out our, our, the show this week. 
Uh, I can't believe that we are already at the point where we're getting ready for regular NBA basketball to start up again. I feel like we have not had a break and we're going to enjoy it as much as possible as we're jonesing for it. But thank you all. As again, we'll be here throughout the season and have a great night.